It's the NFFL Podcast Special Midweek Midweek Midseason We are seven weeks in on a 14-week regular season Couple of weeks off And we're back It's also the Halloween edition Trick-or-treat bitches <laughs> That's right Tis the season and all that garbage we got some spooky stuff planned for you. That's right, Dr. Richard Headley and the Fresh Prince holding it down this week. Fresh Prince, how you doing out there? I'm literally about to pull a Wendy's run right now. Excellent. We're going to get to hear what your order is. So, gents, welcome back to the NFFL podcast. We're going to do a little bit of Halloween-y stuff for you. I got my Michael Myers mask looking down on me, so it's going to be some fun. So Man, that's, s- that's, that's, <laughs> the stuff, that's the stuff of nightmares. Man. Oh, yes, it is. He watches over me as I, well, not as I sleep because I'm in my office, but he watches over me as I work. Uh, hi, um, could I have two Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers and a large Cherry Coke? I don't have Cherry Coke. Uh, large oh. coat. Anything else? Heathens. That's it. They have failed. <laughs> 863. <laughs> Eight, that's some shit. You know what 863 used to get you back in 2005? <laughs> I was just going to ask, how much did you used to spend for that at a, in a Wendy's run at back at Geneva? Uh, it was $5 max. Because those were not even... <laughs> Those were like 99 cent JBCs. Now they're like $2. <laughs> blood blood money. Oh, yes. Man, you, I, I could take the tips that I got as night shift, taking up glasses of water to the crazy horse and go do a, a Wendy's run. <laughs> and they just throw change at me. <laughs> I remember distinctly that a number one biggie size. Hold on, something's about to run into me. How you gonna run? How you gonna run into me at a Wendy's? <laughs> Be careful. Ain't out nobody. There. Oh, because there's somebody in front of you that didn't get their order yet. Ooh. Ooh. This. Hey. Hey. Hold on. I'm pulling up to the window. Okay. She clearly does not like her life. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, she's coming back. She's coming back. <laughs> no, I gotta try not to hit somebody. <laughs> So that was 863. That's right. Two JVCs and a drink. Beautiful radio we've got here on the podcast. But we're going to start off with a little bit of fun for you guys. We're going to have our own little candy bowl for a little trick or treat. We're going to go down to the candy shop and we decided to uh, give each of y'all a title. We're going to decide what kind of candy each team in the NFFL represents. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. So seductive. So seductive. That's right. I have no monetization on the podcast, so I have no worries about throwing this out there. And nor, nor, nor am I worried about 50 Cent rolling up on me either. <laughs> Danny, so let's uh, how do you want it? 
have it your way. You into the wrong. Oh, it's your way. That's the wrong sponsorship, Vinny. Yeah. All right, so let's start with a Telnet. What what uh, what candy do you think Jim Kelly hates cancer is best represented by? I think he is best represented by that bag that has all the Tootsie Pops in it and all the Tootsie Rolls and like it's the Tootsie assortment because Chuck Chuck is old school. Uh, 1896 was when Tootsie Pop Tootsie Pop came on the scene. 1896. And Chuck is old school, so such a rope. I went with he's either a bag of Werther's original or a bunch of atomic fireballs. Because, you know, Chuck hates. And we already touched on the old. <laughs> That's true. What about Flutie Flakes? Oh, man, he's a bag of Skittles. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. Oh, yeah, just a tip. Chase the rainbow. I believe Flutie Flakes is a bunch of pop rocks. You know, very unassuming at first, but once that gets in your mouth, oh, there's an explosion. Oh, it's full of urban legends, too. <laughs> Don't mix that with Sprite. Bear Boonda's Nightmare. What, what would you call yourself? <laughs> Oh, oh shit. Um, let's see. I would be. I would be. Not the Reese's cup, but the Reese's piece. No, why the piece is not the cup? Because I am often imitated and never. Uh, I don't even know what the hell. A Reese's piece is bad. <laughs> I called you a whatchamacallit. Make of that what you will. I just saw it and I'm like, that's Danny. <laughs> hey, 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 you thought they were gone. I got you. You thought they, you thought they were gone. But and they they're back. back. <laughs> Roster Guard 99. I thought they were M&M's. I got Johnny and some Twizzlers. Ah, uh, yeah. Two old school choices. Always good. Always there. San Diego 8. That's Rob, right? Yep, that's Rob. I got Rob as some snow caps. <laughs> He's at Candy. He's at the movie theater. You're not sure why the hell it's there. <laughs> I, I listed Rob as nerds. Oh, shit. <laughs> Basically, just because he talked about having a whole team of interns having, doing his work for him. So, you know, he's teaching the, the future engineers of America. Who knows? And E-Town. I, I don't know. I just I, I think of Junior Mints when I think of him. Man, there is this candy. <laughs> There's this candy I came across in Wisconsin. And it's called High Chew. And it's and it's it's a knockoff of um oh what the hell are they called Starburst and the kids at the youth group were addicted to them <laughs> and they had crazy ass flavors so when I think of E Town I think of like he has crazy moves that he makes so he's high chew hmm. 
All right, so let's uh, hop on over to Sparsy with Gridiron Mafia. What do you think Joe is? Man, Joe is Mr. Goodbar. <laughs> no, 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 it's Jizza. <laughs> Everything from Philadelphia is Mr. Goodbar. <laughs> I tried to find a Philadelphia cheesesteak flavored candy, but if it's out there, I, I didn't look hard enough. Man, but, you have to <laughs> I went with Big League Chew. That's pretty good. I can see Joe doing that. Yeah. What about Johnny Fuck It? What is Ben? Ben is the almond joy. Because he's got nuts. Because he loves his nuts. <laughs> they are quite toned. I want a Sour Patch Kids. Because first they're sour, and then they're sweet. <laughs> Love you, Ben. Ninja Panthers. <laughs> oh, you ready for this one? Oh, I'm ready. Rev is a zag nut. <laughs> He is beloved by old women. <laughs> he is beloved by old women. I can't beat that one. I had him down his now and later. A very, a, very, a very close second is a heat bar. <laughs> Now and later, I, I, I can't beat that. <laughs> what about awful waffles? Matthias? <laughs> yeah. Um, here, you go first. I, I lost it. I went with a ring pop. <laughs> oh, shit. That makes sense. I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say a popcorn ball. <laughs> Why a popcorn ball? <laughs> because Matthias has this Matthias has this unassuming appearance that where it's like you're not quite sure if he's like gonna go and be like you know crazy or if he's gonna have some kind of smart ass thing to say. Um, but at the end of the day, you're glad that he's around. And so every Halloween when I was growing up, I hated getting popcorn balls. But at the end, I knew that that's what my dad liked. So he wasn't going to take anything that I liked because I could give him the popcorn ball. <laughs> All right. We got two left. How's about Lance Manlove? Jason's gluten-free um, gluten cookies. <laughs> uh, are they burnt? Yeah, they're burn all to hell. <laughs> I, I don't know how you burn. I don't know how you burn <laughs> but Jason find a way. I went with saltwater taffy since he's always down at Deep Creek. <laughs> and uh, night shift myself closing it all down. What do you got for me? You're a Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> yep. Because no matter no matter how many times you try to reinvent yourself with other things, there's nothing as good as the original. Love you, Brad. Oh, I love you too. If it were any other year, I'd pick something different. But this year, 
I, I picked myself as candy corn because candy corn is a shit candy. And this year is that shift is just shit. <laughs> oh, so that is our candy bowl. Oh, get your hands out the candy bowl. That's right. Get your hands out of the candy bowl. And if you don't like what we picked too bad, you're not hosting this week. So shut up. <laughs> That's right. You can, you can host next Halloween. You assholes. Yeah. Trick or treat bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we're going so, off the rails. Oh, we were off the rails when you went through the drive-thru. <laughs> no, she hated her life. Oh, man. I was very tempted to uh, play some sounds through your car's system. Diarrhea! <laughs> <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see Not good enough, time. damn it! Not good enough! <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's move on to uh, the Fusco Zone. Because this year, the, the NFL's on meth. Last year it was drunk. And there's some things in the Fusco zone that really have just, they're grinding our gears this year. So, Mr. B, uh, there's some scandals going on that we wanted to bring up in the NFL. Like Dan Snyder and Mitchell Trubisky. And scoring. <laughs> so what are your thoughts here in the Fusco zone and the meth-infested NFL? The Carolina Panthers are <laughs> empty in their pockets like they know there's a recession or some shit coming. <laughs> that they are. And how in the... Uh, they managed to just spank the Bucks without... <laughs> Without C-Mac. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the the Buccaneers are not doing so great this year, but that's still like that's I and mean, that was some crazy shit. That was. And with a, a XFL former XFL quarterback. Yeah, pe- peanut butter <laughs> and jelly, whatever his name is, came in there and put it on Tom Brady. And I bet you Tom Brady's like, I didn't get divorced to go two and six. <laughs> Lose to Mitchell Trubisky and PJ Walker in back to back weeks. <laughs> yeah, and he's about to lose to Baltimore, which, you know. That's uh, not good right now. Look like the Crip Keepers. Look, Crip Keepers' younger brother right now, too. <laughs> yeah, right. He what looks like nuts? he's on meth. Uh, scoring is down. It's like a hundred points less than last year at this time, or something like that. Well, the points are reflected of the economy. <laughs> I, I can't you argue pay, with that. You got to pay eight sixty three for some damn JBCs. Then you know touchdowns are a premium. The only people that aren't hurting right now are the people who have Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs. That's it. Nah, yeah, that's pretty much everyone it. Else, <laughs> everyone else, your running backs can't score to save the damn lives. Oh, yeah. Everyone else's running backs suck. <laughs> okay, not everyone's, but yeah, almost everyone else's. <laughs> that's right. Uh, what else? We got, we got the Matt Canada. <clears throat> Should he be deported scandal? Um, there, it's heating up on the mm-hmm. radio, at least. 
And it's like, what is Tomlin going to do? Does he actually have the balls to fire somebody who just isn't doing a good job? Because he's running a high school offense? <laughs> or what? Yeah. I mean, when I reckon, when I can recognize what you're doing on the field, you, you're you're not doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, if that's I that's not tell, good. If I, if I can sit there and predict your play and what you're gonna do, you're not doing a good job. So you need to find somebody else. Yeah, I, I'm living in Ohio, so I don't get to watch many Steelers games. But the couple that I've actually managed to see, I can sit there and sitting on my couch, I can tell you exactly what's coming next, and that's not good. <laughs> my my football watching right now, a lot of it tends to be on Friday nights at the high school, who get routinely blown out like forty to zip, and. It looks like their game plan right now. <laughs> Man, that has to be that has to be, uh, that has to be hard. Yeah, and then we got Philadelphia undefeated. I got... tell you right now, I can't I can't have that shit. <laughs> uh, they're they're in the World Series again, I think, and that side of the state will be fucking uncourageable. <laughs> Apparently, the last time the Phillies won the World Series, it was like a huge economic collapse. So um, no, twice, twice. Yeah. I'm gonna bring this up. So Joe, two thousand eight, <laughs> batting down the hatches, Joe. Joe, if they win, you're getting fucked up. Them four one Ks will take. Will take an L. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, what man. else was crazy? You know what else is crazy? Everybody is getting fucked up and injured. Oh, man. How many I'm players blowing, have I'm we lost to injury? I'm blowing the rating off of this episode. This is going to be the trashiest episode that we've ever done. Because right. I'm in the car. I'm in the car and I can yell. <laughs> you yell. It's therapy. <laughs> That's right. People are getting fucked up and... I don't know what to say other than our teams are just basically IR <laughs> waiting waiting rooms. We got waiting rooms in our on our on our squads. It's basically whoever has the most healthy players at the end of Sunday wins. <laughs> like I think like okay, so I played E Town this week and I don't know if we'll get to this at all. But he was kicking the shit out of me. <laughs> Until Sunday night, mm -hmm. right? And then something happened on Monday, and I was able to pull it out. But, like, I, there was a point where I was like, I was losing by 75 points, and there was no hope. <laughs> I looked at the roster, and I went, how am I going to squeeze points out of these people? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it was my Mageddon. Mm -hmm. I, I, sh I should have lost. I should have lost. This was my bye, Mageddon. My my three or four best players on the on on the bye. I got no answers for you other than the NFL is all hopped up on the goofy stuff. And another thing, I'm not sure if I should go here. Go there, <laughs> Gino Smith. Gino motherfucking Smith. Where the hell did that come from? It was like he was on the seven-year, de like, delayed plan. Who gets the, like, he 
have seven years, and usually by then people get tossed. But he had like a renaissance all of a sudden, and his his uh, interviews in the media are priceless. <laughs> they are. Because <laughs> they're because they're because everybody's like, oh shit! Like, how is how like how are you doing? Okay, he's like. I always believe in myself or like I never doubt it. And <clears throat> man, it's just been funny to watch him respond to people like, cause we're all thinking the same shit. This is the guy who got his jaw broken in his rookie year because he didn't pay 600 bucks back. <laughs> it's like when we watch Jason win anything, we're just like, <laughs> how, how, Jason and Geno Smith, they have like this cosmic connection. <laughs> it must be a full moon. Oh, uh, yes, it is. Oh, man. Oh, there's just so much, so much fuckery going on here in the Fusco zone. <laughs> oh, man. Is there ever. So let's look back at our. Uh, Last games of the first half of our season. Oh boy. We are off. <laughs> can you believe we're halfway there? I cannot. It's. And it's not because it feels like it flew. <laughs> but, yes, seven weeks. Gents, we are halfway through. Seven more weeks, and it's playoff time. We're halfway to a new Pierce. We're halfway to a new Phyllis. And it starts now. Brand new season starts now <laughs> for some of us. Uh, well, I look at uh, Awful Waffles visiting Ninja Panthers first. Ninja Panthers won 166.66. Ooh, lucky with that extra six in there to 137.62. Just shy of 30 point difference. Uh, you know, there's lots of guys in here, but let's celebrate an MVP, a breakout player. I wanted to shout out Juju Smith-Schuster. Second big week in a row after five weeks of stinking it up. Seven for 124 and a tutty. Danny, anyone you want to shout out for this one? I want to shout out that Rev's giving ups to Satan with his score. <laughs> Like on all the weeks that you could have been shouting out to Lucifer. <laughs> and Rev, he's like five and two. <laughs> My goodness. Mm -hmm. He's sitting pretty right now. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm with a uh, uh, man. All right. I'm going to be honest. I got to go take a shit. All right. So we need, we need to take one of those famous poop breaks so I can get back into my house, <laughs> back into my house, and get everything in front of me because I'm no longer needing to drive. All right. The brown note, you You're live in the bathroom with me now. Sweet. No, you're not. Just kidding. <laughs> Roster guard 99 visited San Diego 8. Roster guard won 173.32 to 159.38. Just shy of 14 point difference. 
I'd like to shout out Joe Burrow, his best game of the season, 34 for 481, four total touchdowns, including a rushing touchdown on the day. Danny, what do you got for celebrating this game? Joe Nasty, man, he brought the fire. <laughs> and uh, in terms of quarterback play, it was just straight brought the whoop ass. Almost 500 yards on the day. Just hats off. I'm sure he probably could have had more, but I'm, I bet you they throttled down towards the end. I got to see most of this game. They, they kept throwing. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, our third matchup is an interconference matchup. Lance Manlove taking on Flutie Flakes. That. Yeah. Flutie Flakes won 189.90 to 179.66. That's 10.24 points in between you two. Let's shout out Jamar Chase from that same Cincinnati game. His second big week in a row. Eight for 130 and two touchdowns. And Josh Jacobs, Las Vegas, finally figuring out how to use him. What do you think, Danny? What about this game went right for you? Well, I think uh, one of the biggest things that I can see is that um, Jason had a pretty good day, but it wasn't a good enough day. <laughs> like, <clears throat> Gage getting knocked out of the game and Matt Ryan getting knocked out of the game probably um, <clears throat> is what kept him kept him from pulling this one out even though Connor was riding the Geno Smith train and Jamar Chase blew it up now Eckler blew it up Connor did have several defenders who were in the single digits so um, his big play his big playability is what kind of took him on this one brought him to the top Mm mm-hmm Our next matchup was the game of the week. And that was your matchup. Bear Boom does Nightmare taking on E-Town Asian. With the come-from-behind win on Monday Night Football, Bear Boonda wins a squeaker 165-40 to 163-41. That is a 1.99-point difference. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie. I've had like one or two or maybe even three of those kinds of wins this year, so I appreciate them greatly. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to point out, your trades for George Kittle definitely helped you out this week. Six for 98 and a tutty, bringing you to victory home. Yeah. Um, however, I think it was the great scandal of Trevor Lawrence um, <laughs> combined <laughs> combined with the Kittle. And uh, believe it or not, let's see, it was the <clears throat> late game heroics and or garbage time yards from one Khalil Herbert. Mm-hmm. That is what, took, is what took us over the top. Yep. That, indeed. Khalil should be getting some more touches uh, later on this season. Yeah, yeah but e- E-Town grossly underperformed. Um, it didn't help that he lost in Joku. Uh, and it didn't help that, <clears throat> for some reason, 
only the the first drive of the of the game did the Dolphins blow things up because uh, Waddle got off to a great start, and then all of a sudden it was like, what happened? Nothing happened. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me either. <laughs> oh man, tough 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 game with the E Town. Indeed, hats off. Contrasting this game of the week is our toilet bowl game of the week. Which also delivered the whoop-ass victory of the week because it's Gridiron Mafia stomping all over Night Shift to the tune of 219.49 to 117.26, 97.23-point difference. Uh, now, Ed, <laughs> you were only 20 points away from being double-scored. Yeah. <laughs> like he would have beat he would have beat you twice. <laughs> yeah, and what really makes it horrible for me, uh, props props to Gridiron Mafia. I mean, Aaron Jones, twenty three uh, nine. What what is this line I wrote down? Twenty three attempts for nine yards. I don't know. Twenty three yards on nine attempts. Fifty oh twenty three yards, nine for fifty three through the air, and two touchdowns. Um. Eno Benjamin on my side, 92 yards rushing for a touchdown, four for 21 through the air, and he had a two-point conversion. There was a point late Sunday afternoon where I was actually out in front, and I had a very solid chance. And I lost like three guys to concussions, and I lost the only dependable wide receiver in Green Bay to a shoulder injury just after the half. I I just uh, I mean I needed them all I fell apart I needed them all to perform to their top of their game to to realistically win it especially after the performance of uh, (laughs) of uh, of uh, Kermit over there in Kansas City but yeah I just really felt bad sitting there watching all these guys drop to injury and knowing I had absolutely no shot at it. <laughs> oh, that one hurt. That probably, that might be the the that might be the worst one of the year so far. Anyone else yeah, you want to shout out? <laughs> I mean, at least for Gridiron, I'd like to shout out Miko Hardman for finally finding the fucking game. What the fuck? This dude has been shit all year, and he scores three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, they're, the man must have a bonus he needs to reach at the end of the season. So they're like, "Well, we might as well do it now." He must, and he's not going to do. He's not going to do anything the rest of the season. You watch that. He no, will do you're nothing. Gonna watch, you're going to watch <laughs> the pickup. His pickup surge, like his his ads are going to surge. Yeah, 10% uh, last week surged up roster-wise. Joe, trade him now because this is the Suckers. best time you're going to have to trade him. Trade him to Jason. Oh, <laughs> uh, We got one more matchup. It is another interconference matchup. Jim Kelly hates cancer, took on Johnny Fuckett, and Johnny won 206.52 to 159.70, 46.82-point difference. Um, Roquan Smith 
probably the best defender we've got going on. Eight tackles, four assisted tackles, a sack, a pick, pass defended. Um, anyone else in this game really stand out to you? I think the big thing that I remember from this game is that Ben also lost three players. He lost DK Metcalf, he lost Mike Williams, and he lost Brees Hall. Brees Hall... Oh, basically the, for the year. Oh, that one hurts. Those, so those other had, two hurt, but that one really hurts. So J- Johnny Fuckett had the curse of Michael Myers tonight. <laughs> um, his, his, his whole his wide receiver running back core got slashed and dashed. Oh, they did. <laughs> oh, it hurts. It hurts so bad. It hurts so good. Oh, no, it doesn't hurt good. It hurts bad. <laughs> well, that was week seven. Let's uh, let's continue the celebration and uh, look at... Uh, I have no stats from Scotty this week. So, Scotty, if you're listening, um, I love stats. I love numbers, especially when someone else does them. So, we're going to look at uh, just what I pulled off of Yahoo for our top three... At each position, who they are, who had them, and once again, the fact that almost none of our top defensive performers were on anyone's roster, because finding stud defenders is a crapshoot. We got uh, an offense quarterback, Joe Burrow. We already sang his praises. Roster guard, 99, 52.62 points. Andy Dalton, number two. No one had him on their roster at 42.32 points. And Patrick Kermit Mahomes, Gridiron Mafia. You suck. 36.96 points. Moving on to wide receiver, Jamar Chase with his nice day. Flutie Flakes, 29 points even. Mikol Hardman, you suck. Uh, Gridiron Mafia, 26.13 points. And Tyler Boyd, also from the Cincinnati game. Jim Kelly hates cancer, 25.5 points. Running back. Uh, those three look familiar. Josh Jacobs. Lance Manlove, 35 points even. I like when they're even. Austin Eckler, Flutie Flakes, 30.70 points. And Kenneth Walker Third. Jim Kelly hates cancer, 28.80 points. I always try to round up when I'm getting gas like that. <laughs> yeah. I like to see if I can get it to a nice round number. George Kittle. Starting off our tight ends for Baboonda's Nightmare. 18.80 points. Couldn't round up to the $19. Jawan Johnson for New Orleans. No one had him. 17.70 points. And Travis Kelsey for Lance Manlove. Just under 13 points at 12.80. A lot of guys just missing out. Rounded up to that next full number. Now moving over to the defense. Only four. Oh, defense and special teams. I included kickers on this side this week. Only four of the kickers and defenders we're going to list are actually on anyone's roster. And two of them belong to old Tootsie Pop. Or Fireball or Werther's original. <laughs> Cairo Santos, not owned by anyone, 18 points even. Jason Myers on Awful Waffles roster, 16 points even. 
And Robbie Gould, old, dependable, no one has him, 14 points even. Looking at the defense, no one had any of the top three defensive linemen. Sam Williams at 23.80, Chris Jones at 19 points, and Daryl Taylor at 16.20. All of the linebackers were owned, two of them, by good old Fireball Kelly Cancer I'm yeah, whatever. Tootsie Pop. Roquan Smith, 29 points even. Devondre Campbell at 28.20 points. Look at that. That dude almost got 60 points just from two linebackers. Mm, is it under any wonder he's what, number two in the league right now? And Matthew Judon for Gridiron Mafia, you suck. 21.60 points. And no one had any of the top three DBs this week. Andrew Adams at 25.80. Juwan Thornhill at 24 points even. And Duran Harmon at 21.80. Those are your studs of the week. Now, Danny, do you have the list in front of you for our poopers of the week so we can mock them roundly? Oh... <clears throat> Do I ever? All right. So let's look at our poopers of the week. The brown note, and I believe you already uh, prepared your colon for these poopers. So yeah, I've uh, I've already cleansed myself. So the demons have been exercised. This house is clear. <laughs> All right. So I'll take it off here. Uh, I'll exercise some demons of my own. Jared, get groff my lawn. You suck. <laughs> Rashad, $1 for Bateman. Cortland sucking. Jeff Wilson, Jr. No, you, you didn't put Jr. on there. That's right. I didn't. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> well, Drake needs to go to London. I lost my glasses. <laughs> well, you're finding him. J Drake sees London. Drake sees France. Jake Drake shit all over his underpants. Leonard Little Red Fournette. <laughs> Justice fell down that hill. Hunter and can't find shit. In the woods, Henry. Oh, <laughs> uh, Keenan, Keenan, Keenan. You just need to retire at this point. Keenan Allen. Josh Reynolds' rap needs some stickiness in his hands. He wants to catch something while he is hanging out with Devin Duvernay or Duval or whatever those 90s actors were from. The Three Musketeers. Remember that? Who <laughs> the, uh, you know, uh, Re Re Rebecca De Mornay. That's what it was. Devin Rebecca De Mornay. Kenyon Fake. Kyle no longer on my team pits. I got you. I made you quits. PP Lamb. Zach, my balls hurts. <laughs> uh, Noah can't score. Mark Andrews, why are you on this list? Get back to normal. <laughs> 
Jamal Mabalzich Williams. Michael Myers Pittman, get back off this list. Rondell Shamondale, I'm on the floor more. Lamar Signs Company Jackson. Ryan, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Suck up. Suck up. <laughs> I can't see the forest for the trees, Buckner. <laughs> Uh, Nick Pokey Folk. Mason, don't call me Sidney Crosby. Dre, why is my shit Greenlaw? <laughs> Kyle, one of the 18 Duggars. Uh, Shat Barrett. Brandon Nick Anus. <laughs> and Kareem rhymes with Mapine Jackson. These. Kareem for Kareem. <laughs> These were your poopers of the week. The brown note! You You suck! Oh, what fresh hell is this? All right, so uh, before we look ahead at the, uh, the week eight slate of games, in keeping with the Halloween feel, I'd like to invite the Fresh Prince to regale us with the tale of Bear Bunda, the namesake of your team. I have a story to tell. It's a tale of fright. I had to go down to my basement so I could have reverberation. It's a tale unlike any other tale. One that would cause you to shiver and quiver your lip. Let me catch my breath. (laughs) (laughs) If you could play some eerie music, that'd be great. All right, let's hear this story. Are you scared yet? Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping rapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly, I remember it was in the bleak October. And each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow on my defense full of sorrow. Vainly I had sought to borrow from my books surcrease of sorrow. Sorrow for the lost Phyllis. For the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Phyllis, nameless here forevermore. And silken sad uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. 
so that now to still the beating of my heart I stood repeating tis some visitor entreating on trunks at my chamber door. Some late visitor entreating on trunks at my chamber door that it is and nothing more. Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping and so gently you came rapping and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, just the tip and nothing more. <laughs> that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, E-Town stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal had ever dared to dream before, but the silence was unbroken. And Chuck Tober gave no token. And the only word there spoken was whispered, Lenore Manlove. This I whispered and an echo murmured back the word Lenore Manlove, merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, roster guard, I mean Michael Jordan. Soon again, I heard a tapping somewhere louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what thereat is this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment and this mystery explore. Tis the wind and nothing more. Thus ends the reading of this section. When you hear the ding, turn the page. Ding! <laughs> Open here I flung the shutter when with many flirt and flutter in stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore, not the least obsessence he made, or obsessence? The hell is that word? Not a minute stopped and stayed he, but with Myron or mean of Lord What's going on, Poe? Perched above my chamber door. Perched upon a bust of palace. San Diego 8 is more like a five in Dallas. Perched and sat in nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad face into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though my chest be shorn and shaven <laughs> like flute cakes, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me that thy lordly name is on this night's Plutonian shore. Quoth the Phyllis nevermore. And thus ends the reading of the tale of Bear Boondock.
may it be a warning to any of those who try to read old English late at night. <laughs> One, that you'll get spooked by it. And two, you, you got to try out these words first and have Google Translate. <laughs> but that is the tale as it stands nevermore. Shall we look in horror at week eight? I think there's no other way to look at it. (laughs) All right. Let's look now. We peer into the abyss of what will be week eight. That was the wrong sound. Anyway, it's no longer scary. <laughs> Sixth matchups on on tap for week eight. Uh, we're gonna start with number six roster guard ninety nine at four and three, taking on number seven bear Bunda's nightmare, also at four and three. Now, roster guard ninety nine, when I looked last, was projected to be the victor by a about a touchdown. Now, as far as uh, positives, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting to see for roster guard, Burrow and Mixon versus Cleveland. They don't really play defense there, especially in the fourth quarter. For Bear Bunda, Allen and Diggs coming back off the bye, going up against Green Bay, another team who doesn't really like to play a lot of defense these days. On the downside, for roster guard, who... Uh, uh, Mark Andrews nursing that knee injury hasn't practiced as of Tuesday for a Thursday game. Wasn't really a factor on Sunday. I don't know if I trust him. And for Bear Bunda, Hunter Renfro hasn't been a factor all season. No reason for me to think this week's any different. Ain't that some shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Surprise play. Roster guard 99 starts Firemuth and makes it competitive while Bear Bunda fills one of the empty slots on the bench and manages to start a dud. I'm picking Bear Bunda because Roster Guard 99 is not going to listen to the podcast and will not realize he started Andrews until Sunday morning. <laughs> Who are you picking, Fresh Prince? Well, I'm going to have to go with myself only because um, I'm not playing Rob Green, so I can't definitively say that I will lose. And um, I win games I shouldn't. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that I'm going to win this one. Um, And it'll be largely because Johnny's negligence. All right. So let's move on to matchup number two, which is an interconference matchup. And that's going to be number 11, E-Town Asian at 1-6, taking on number 12, Night Shift at 0-7, where E-Town Asian is projected to win by around 40 points. 
So, Danny, take it away. What do you got for this one? So, this. I mean, I don't know if you can get more losses in a single week than this. Have we had a matchup of teams with records such as yours so far? In recent memory, I I don't know. (laughs) And right now, he's got you by a big, bad 40 points head. So, I'm looking that the his Tua J Waddle stack going into Detroit is gonna put up some big numbers. And Olave's gonna That's gonna be a, a big nice hole to surprise climb out <laughs> Jefferson's I mean his roster is actually he, he just needs to be reminded that Njoku's injured. He needs to start somebody else. But You're not supposed the, to help him. The crazy <laughs> well the the crazy <laughs> The crazy thing is, is that E-Town's offense is juggernaut, right? Like, he has top five people in each spot, really. Like, I mean, he has Derrick Henry, uh, Jefferson, and Waddle. And, I mean, Olave is good. Um, but you might want to start Daniel Jones' head. <laughs> You might want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just saying, I might give a little, a little chance. To, uh, but I think E-Town is going to win simply because of his projected spread is so big. Yeah. And I don't know. If I don't know if you're going to be able to get, So I think Michael Thomas was a healthy or not healthy scratch last week, but he was scratched. So be careful about him. Yeah. He still hasn't practiced this week yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you got a you got an empty spot on your roster two head down down bottom at linebacker, so you might want to yep. get that. Tra- you might want to set up a trade with me. Yeah, yeah. Saying, just saying, I'll offer you something on live on the air here. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm, give it away. I'm picking E Town as well. Why bother picking myself at this point? <laughs> Let's go to matchup number three. Well, you're going to play spoiler. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm hoping to, but we'll see. You're going to play spoiler. Matchup number three is another interconference matchup. I just want to avoid the Pierce at this point. Number 10, San Diego, eight at two and five, taking on number four, Ninja Panthers at five and two. Now, Ninja Panthers is projected to be the victor by nearly nine points last I looked. Now, on the positives, things I like, I like Mike Evans and A.J. Brown, both for San Diego 8. I could see some big things coming for them this week as long as Mike remembers to catch the ball when Tom throws it to him. For Ninja Panthers, Captain Kirk Cousins coming off the bye should be pretty solid. Um... I'd really like him to throw a touchdown or two Adam Thielen's way. And uh, maybe Tony Pollard, especially since Zeke is nursing that contusion he got up in Detroit. On the downside, San Diego 8, Nick Chubb. He's been solid on the ground, but he has not been a factor in the passing game. And this game looks to be a boat race, and he could very easily get phased out early and leaning on um, his uh, backup there in, uh, I'm blanking on um, who our number two back uh, there is. Um, But 
he's not their pass catching back, so I can see him getting phased out early. For Ninja Panthers, uh, Debo's dealing with a hamstring injury. Zeke, uh, even if he is healthy, he has not been a major factor in the passing game. And like I said, he's injured. Surprise play prediction. Matthew Stafford has a better day than Aaron Rodgers. I'm taking San Diego 8 in a tight one. Who do you got? Uh, I would take San Diego 8 in a loose one. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we've got number 8, Awful Waffles, at 3 and 4. Taking on number 5, Johnny Fuckett. At four and three, Awful Waffles is the projected vicar, victor by over 30 points. Take it away, Fresh Prince. Yeah, uh, Johnny closed that gap a little bit. It's more like uh, 25 at this point. But um, you're looking at the tail of the running quarterbacks, Hertz versus Jackson. They kind of probably will cross each other out in their respective uh, matchups. Then you're looking at Cooper Cup crossing out Tyreek Hill, Godwin crossing out Johnson. I think the big question here is the matchup of W. Robinson versus Dorsett the second on the wide receiver side of it. Um, Waffle Waffles clearly has the advantage uh, at least numerically on the running back side, as well as tight ends are pretty close. The the place where I think this matchup goes awry is simply that Awful Waffles defense has uh, just their their average points or projected points is just crazy. <clears throat> Every one of them is above ten ten and a half. And I'd be surprised if any of them averaged that during the year. So how Yahoo gives these guys their projected, I'll never understand it. I, I don't understand some of these weeks. <laughs> and, and I think they're predetermined. I think they're predetermined. They don't adjust. They don't um, – because you could have somebody who is rated for like two points and they've scored like 800 in the season. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that love on the projected side. <clears throat> so, or if anything, it's just, it's not very clear. I am going to say that I do think that Awful Waffles will pull it out, but it's going to be a squeaker. Yeah, I'm taking Awful Waffles as well. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be as big a blowout as it's projected to be, but yeah. Our next matchup. I expect to be our toilet bowl game of the week. It's going to be between number three, Flutie Flakes at five and two, against number one, Gridiron Mafia, six and one. And the only reason I projected to be the toilet bowl game of the week is just because, let me bring this up here, I just feel like mocking Gridiron Mafia. This is by Mageddon Week for Joe. It is. It really is. Um, Flutie Flakes is a projected victor by over two touchdowns. Um, so it, it's a lot of uphill running for uh, Gridown Mafia. On the plus side, 
Jamar Chase versus Cleveland for Flutie Flakes and Amon Ra versus Miami if he's healthy. Apparently, it was not a concussion that he got uh, last week. So, conceivably, he should play. Gridiron Mafia, I like the wide receivers minus Drake London. And ideally, Leonard Fournette should get back on track against Baltimore. Especially if they remember he can catch a pass. Uh, downside, Gino against the Giants in potential rain. Not crazy about that matchup. I mean, he's been solid, but I would not be surprised to see this be a down game for him. Rain's always rough. Yeah. And uh, CD has not been great, and going up against Chicago is not great on paper. Not happy about that. Although Chicago... Chicago just did. They just traded uh, Quinn to the Eagles, though, so the pass rush is not going to be as strong. Yes, I did see that. I wrote this before that, but mm, still, <laughs> it's yeah. Um, for Gridiron Mafia, Aaron Jones against Buffalo, mm, he could put some numbers up, but I don't have a lot of faith in Green Bay's offense right now. So, and Drake London. I mean, could you be any more of a pedestrian joke at this point as a rookie wide receiver? Uh, my surprise play prediction. I mean, it's, it's not his fault, though. They, oh, he, it's they not. Haven't really, they, they haven't thrown him the ball since week three. Oh, yeah. I mean, their offense is not suited for him right now, but I heard a stat. I was just hearing about a quarterback that's thrown for over twice as many attempts as Mariota has. It's probably uh, Justin Herbert. It was. It was, actually. But anyway, my surprise play, James Conner comes back, runs for 10 yards against Minnesota. Because that would just screw me six ways to Sunday because that would make me sit, you know, because I knew he'd get the starting role. <laughs> I'm going to take Flutie Flakes in this one. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Exactly. <laughs> Who you got? I think Flutie simply because the matchups are slightly in his favor. All right. And our projected game of the week. That's right. It's number two, Jim Kelly hates cancer at six and one against number nine, Lance Manlove at two and five. Maybe I switched those two, but we'll see. Lance Manlove is the projected victor by a safety. Last I looked, let's bring up their game and see. Has anything changed since then? Jim Kelly has a six point four four or six point four. Um, yeah, that's heads changed. Up, heads up on <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. is out for the man love. That's probably what. That's happened. probably what changed. Yep. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, let's hear your breakdown. <laughs> well, one, I'm not going to tell him, and if he doesn't listen to the podcast, that's his problem. That's right. <laughs> um, but. What you're looking at here is that Jim Kelly is starting Mills from Houston. 
Chuck must know something. Well, last week would have been a very solid uh, time. I almost picked him. I should have picked him. I would have made a difference, but I almost picked him up last week on a hunch, and he turned out good last week. Yeah, I mean, their wide receivers are fairly even. I'll just determine <clears throat> things to think about is that Lockett's going to be in the rain, like you said. Uh, Judy gets uh, Russell Wilson back, I think. This is the best running back matchup of the week in terms of players who, at the beginning of the season, when you and I were talking, I said both Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs are going to be ones that have a bounce back year. So I'm pretty proud of that. Um, and then it's the battle of the backups in the in the flex position. You got Carter filling in 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 uh, for the Jets, and Foreman filling in for Carolina. <clears throat> Defenses are pretty evenly matched. I th- ultimately think this one's going to come down to. <laughs> Uh, games influenced by weather, so I'm going to give Jim Kelly the edge. Yeah, uh, I have Jim Kelly hates cancer by eight points. Lock it in for this interconference matchup. Yeah, so our week eight prediction rundown. I've got Bear Boonda, E Town, San Diego eight, Awful Waffles, Flutie Flakes, and Jim Kelly hates cancer. Uh, I did not write your picks down, so if you want to share them again, you got to re- remember on your own. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to hit the rewind button and come back to it. Oh, uh, uh, if, if I said you're gonna win, you're probably gonna win. If I said you're gonna lose, you're probably gonna lose. All right. So before we before we uh, bid you a happy Halloween good night, we're gonna give you some uh, just some fun betting lines to share your input on. Since none of you bastards did last time we did this, and I put them up on the ring and no one commented. I do think they're pretty awesome. I do. I do think this is pretty cool. All right. In my uh, in my one in the one gate uh, league with Rob Gage, we have a weekly betting thing where it's like five bucks and then uh it was like whatever it is like tina has the player with the most assisted tackles or something it's been a nice wrinkle that's been added well you crazy dutch bastards out there uh danny i got three over unders and three by the numbers for you so over under chris mccaffrey does he go over or under 75 total scrimmage yards this week i mean he falls out of bed and goes over that so yeah over all right so we're gonna have you lock that in jamar chase over or under 10 receptions this week uh, he's gonna be under Mm, all right, under ten. I, I I I don't believe in back-to-back big games. <laughs> Davis Mills just talked about him passing yardage over or under three hundred yards. That fool is going to pass for three hundred and eighty yards simply just because he's on Chuck's roster. <laughs> yeah, I can't dis I can't disagree with you on that one. All right, by the numbers, Marquise Goodwin. How many catches are you giving him this week? I'm not giving him any catches. That fool's on the IR. Marquise? Are you sure? Yeah. Maybe I put the wrong Goodwin in there. Hold on. Let me check here. 
Isn't he Arizona? I thought he was on the IR. No, no, that's hot. Marquise Goodwin. No, I'm talking about uh, Seattle. Whose team is he on? Marquise Goodwin, Seattle wide receiver. He came out of nowhere last week when DK Metcalf went down. You think of a hot Marquise Brown, Hollywood? Man, I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, Marquise Goodwin came out of nowhere last week. Had four receptions last week. All I know is that uh, Fox and Sox Dawson Knox has 89,553 ads as of today. Um, how many catches? Four. Four? All right. I'm going to say six. James Robinson, after being traded to the Jets, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 how many touches does he get this week? Does he get any? Uh, he'll get five. Five? All right. Yeah, that's they'll, a good number. They'll, they'll, work, they'll work him in on pretty apparent running running downs just to get him some game 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 stuff. All but right. then if he, if he does well, I'm sure they'll just keep feeding him to him. But So at least a minimum of five. All right. And our last uh, number there, Jonathan Owens, safety for the Houston Texans. How many tackles? I hope he has a shit ton of tackles because I got him on like two leagues. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to say between his solo and his assist that he's going to have nine. All right. So well, any combination, any combination therein. All right. So there you have it, gents. I'll put these up on Thursday on the rings so you uh, boys can weigh in on your thoughts. And who knows? Maybe you guys can put some money on it. House takes 10% of all money wagered. I am the house. And uh, that's all we got for this week for you on this Halloween weekend. And uh, just like Michael Myers says, absolutely right. nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, 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 uh, play, let's close out with his music and then the signature breathing through the mask. Let's do that. All right. I'll provide the breathing. How about that? Okay. Do you want to hawk anything while I bring the music up? No. Just want everybody to know that uh, Four Souls Farm Elderberry Syrup has been pimping, pimping, pimping. We're going to be at the Greensburg Night Market tomorrow night, so wish me luck. We're going to have our last Irwin Farmer's Market on Saturday, and then I'm going to be uh, slowing down. Market season's kind of over. So it's more like events after that. All right. So I would like to wish everybody a safe, happy, and healthy and spookity-bookity Halloween. All right. And you guys can uh, get your NFFL swag on Redbubble at bit.ly slash NellisNFFL. And we hope all of your games go well, except for E-Town. I hope all of your guys break their coxages. What? That's your tailbone. In plural. I'm about to I'm about to lay down the Halloween freestyle. Here we go. Oh, 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 oh. This is deconstruction. Man's land love. Said your name in 
need to wear a glove on your Jimmy. Because we don't need any more man loves out there. And booty flakes. Get the shakes. Pump the brakes. Catching snakes. Eating cakes. FFL Podcast is a production of Head First Studios. Head First Studios, tell your story.